Welcome to Ex Libris On Air and the stories behind the stories of today's literature and their authors. Greetings for Ex Libris On Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker. Joining me from Canada is the author of a new book, a new release, titled Poems of Divine Power. And joining me from near Toronto, Ontario, is the author, Annie Lean. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Your book is, uh, a, you know, when I've interviewed uh, almost 1,800 interviewer, 1,800 authors, and um, most of the books that have poetry in them can be relatively short. You have 360 poems, and they're not one or two lines. They're very extensive. How long did it take to, to create this? Well, I started writing in 1996. And, of course, they're just sitting around, and then COVID hit, so I started putting them together and then got them published. What's well, fabulous. The the inspiration behind this, obviously, is faith-based, I, I would say. Is that the best way to describe the content of your book? Yes. And, Very and, much so. And how did that get part of your motivation? Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I consider myself a person of faith. Also, I, you know, it's a very important part of my existence. I haven't written that many poems, maybe five or six, and uh, th- that's been long ago, and I don't know where they are. How did you keep track of what you had written, and uh, how did you keep it fresh for the uh, reader? Well, okay. Well, back in 1996. Um, I was, I just started in a new church and got into a praise and worship team and we were, I don't know, I was all new at this. And anyways, the one day, uh, somebody, a pastor actually came up and said to me, one day you're going to write a book. Wow. And I kind of, yeah, oh, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And then from then on, things just kind of, um. I had to say a prayer of forgiveness. Um, that's another story. But in anyway, prayer of forgiveness one morning, I went to a Bible study, and they're talking on forgiveness. And so I said this prayer of forgiveness, and this darkness lifted off my mind, and all of a sudden a light, I felt a light come into me, and my whole demeanor changed. And from then on, it was just snowballed into the Word of God. And as I was uh, meditating and praying, I would journal. And while I was journaling, I heard the voice of the Lord speaking through the Holy Spirit saying, from each each book of the Bible, you will write a poem. Ah. I will give you a poem. That's interesting. So, and sure, enough, sure enough, as I was going through the Bible, a poem would come as I, as I journaled each chapter or each verse or whatever, but a poem would come. That's fascinating. Now, have you you always journaled, or was this something that was a new new endeavor for you? Well, when I was a little girl, I used to like to write, and then uh, I I quit it for a long time, and then um, this just came back, so it was a gift that got buried. I believe it was a gift that got buried, and then the Lord just brought it forth. Uh, there are a lot of stories in the Bible that, uh, for some, uh, would uh, who are not uh, faith-oriented would uh, look at those and say, hmm, that's kind of uh, frightening, or that's kind of encouraging. How would you describe the content of your book? Are they a little bit of both? Are there warnings in there, or are they all inspiration and, and motivational? How would you describe them? A lot, of it is, a lot of it is the journey of my life. 
how the Lord has taken me from different areas of my life to my life and to heal my heart, my mind, my soul, and my spirit through traumas and, you know, how we go through all kinds of stuff. Right. And at that time, too, uh, there was a, sit- a situation with the families, and the Lord just brought me through everything through the poetry. So really, the poetry is my life. And did it, does it, I'm, from what you're describing then, if uh, you're going through a difficult time, at least from your perspective, uh, as you were going through difficult times, the poetry that came from those meditations or from those readings uh, of scripture, uh, those were comforting to you. And do you believe they also will comfort the, the reader? I know they do. I've had a lot of people now reading the book and I get feedback. And it's all been very positive how it encourages them. Even when they read it a second time, it's like they're reading it for the first time again. Um, it leads them to scripture. I know a, a man that did that, and it brought him back to the Bible, back to the scriptures. Fascinating. The the book itself, uh, it took a, a few years to complete uh, from what you've described to me. Who is your reader? Who's the one that's going to, you feel, uh, be mostly uh, embrace your style of poetry and also the messages? Well, the ones that are, are speaking are telling me about the book are are people who really believe in the Lord. But then I've had others who were backsliders, as they call them, people who had known the Lord and then, you know, had walked away. They have come back to it because they got their hand on the book. I have seen people with um, little faith or different cultures and will pick up the book and hold it and look through it and are, are amazed. So I believe it's for everyone, and I've had young children. In fact, actually, I was encouraged by my uh, grandchildren because uh, when they were little, they saw me writing these. They saw me in my prayers. They, some of them even saw my tears, Hmm. and said, "Nana, you've got to put that into a book." And they really have supported me. That's that's fabulous to to hear that story uh, as well as uh, what you've just described. You also in your uh, descriptive of the book, at least on the back, have have mentioned that there is some prophetic or prophecy uh, approaches on some things. Uh, describe that for my listeners. Okay. Um, people call me a prophet or a seer. I don't understand all all things. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I do um, get things for the future, and some of these poems relate to the future events from when I wrote them. They're true for today. Hmm. You can see it when you read it. And there's, and then also um, I get the word of knowledge, which gives you an insight into somebody, what they need to know for themselves. So I believe, yes. And the scriptures led me to that. I mean, it was all the meditating. And I know that's a gift. The prophecy is a gift. And the Lord has given it to me. I praise His name for that. Well, that's 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 commendable. Is there a poem, at least from your perspective, that really sets the pan, sets the stage for your style of writing that you could share with the audience? Okay, I have one. Um, it's called the Romantic, and it's a true poem. It's something I went through with my husband, who has passed away. Hmm. It's with the Lord. So do you want me to read it? Yes, please. Share that. 
Okay. So it's called The Romantic. My heart is painfully broken for someone I trusted, by someone I trusted. I'm in need of prayer. My heart has been seared. I felt the sharpened blow of rejection. How the tear fell, my heart torn. An illusion of trust and love pulled apart by an emotional action. Oh, what despair. I turned, walking away with disappointment and body faint. Reality a myth, denial there. This man I thought a saint. Alone with my thoughts, confusion takes over. Questions tumble. Self-esteem lowered. Who is this mate? The one so in love before, now years later, destroys an anniversary date. As I laid alone in bed, my heart races. Tension is high. Thoughts turning to revenge and anger as I take an interrupting sigh. I try to focus on the time we had met. What was high? What went wrong? Where's the romance I had tried? I'll turn the page. He comes to the bed. The tension is tight. I cannot speak for it would mean a fight. In the stillness, we both are unable to sleep. My spirit cries out, turn to him. Speak to him. Say how you feel deep. Finally, from the depths of my soul, I begin to pray. With racking sobs, calling upon Jesus, tell me what to say. I speak out aloud. The words pour forth. Lord, I cannot depend on man. You come, my friend, lover, and husband-to-be. For their love fades. I ask for forgiveness of my wrongdoing on this anniversary day. All of a sudden, I see my Lord Jesus reaching out. Upon my hand, he lays a rose. How I want to shout. I say, thank you, Jesus, my everything you are to me. I knew you would make things right. I need not to pout. Then in the darkness, I feel my husband's arm around my waist. Um, it's sure... Oh, I'm going to cry. Sure of my emotions. Unsure of my emotions. I doubt, but don't resist. For in my heart, I love him, but what will be our fate? I speak of the situation that had arose, sharing the blame. I know my husband is ashamed. Things halfway right, sleep succumb to to incite a new aim. Our lives will change now, not to be the same. Morning dawns, I feel the presence of our Lord. He places it upon my heart to start anew. Today will be our anniversary, tightening the marriage cord. Forgiveness comes in our hearts, amends made anew. Jesus is aboard. At, at dinner time, marriage vows renewed. A prayer of love said, a candle lit, a new marriage bed, the heart no longer tore. I rejoice in the Lord, my God, my everything. For when I called, he came for me to cling. And without any ado, he took the pain, healed the cut, and made my heart sing. To him I give all the glory and praise for who he is, the healer of all, who makes us victorious, the almighty King of Kings. Amen. Beautifully put. And that was from Psalm 20. Psalm 20. That first poem was wonderful. Do you have anything else you can share that may give us some insight into your style? Yes, one late evening, well, it was middle of the morning, the, the Lord showed me a young girl with uh, very desolate eyes, very sad. And then this poem came. I got up, and I, the poem just came. And uh, it's called The Wanton. So I'd like to share it if I could. Oh, please do. There's one who stands by unseen, yet seeing the child, the adult, takes a deep sigh. It seems that the heart's desire had died. 
the soul left desolate, defeated, where no life abides. Why do they not call out? That's why I came, why I died, to deliver all from the death of doubt, giving an opportunity of life, cause to celebrate a victorious shout. Now I must cast the line of hope, giving a sign of deliberation, but by them their step hesitant, an unknown route. Will they recognize and know in the hand of him who penetrates the darkness with light, the great I am, to bring them forth from despair like a gardener, a desolate place to plant, to trim, illuminating a love beyond comprehension, the glow not dimmed? The need shall be met. It is limitless time that's set, predestined by me before their birth as I took their debt. Paid in full without them knowing, so they could arise from death as I did to a kingdom of radiant ascent. Well, thank you for sharing John that. John three sixteen. God loved the world so much that He gave His only begotten Son. Beautiful. You've uh, obviously been very forthright in sharing your emotions and uh, the journey of life that most of us, I think all of us, can relate to in one way or another. Whether or not we can participate in that poem. On a personal level, we can certainly participate, it, uh, participate in it as an emotional reaction and response. Uh, there are other parts of life that would fit into that category, whether it's marriage or whether it's business relationships, whether it's friendships. I think all of us can uh, can relate to what you just shared. The the poetry is it in? You mentioned it's uh, related to uh, different books of the Bible. Is it in chronological order with the biblical um, uh, idea, or is it just randomly placed? No, I went for uh, book to book, like chapter to chapter, from Genesis to Revelation. And um, the Lord gave me the poems. But sometimes he would also give me a poem in between for different situations. And those poems were kept by date. Oh, fabulous. Well, so I did date and, and order. Well, congr yeah. congratulations on completing this. Again, the poetry book title is Poems of Divine Power. Annie Lean has been my guest author. Annie, where do we get copies of your book? Well, you can get it at Exilibray, um Chapters, um, Indigo, um, and other bookstores. And probably Amazon Canada, too, as well. I imagine it would be on Amazon yeah, as Amazon. well. Yeah, Fabulous. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. You, you, uh, is this uh, opened up a, a passion for continuing your writing career, if I can call it that, or writing uh, of poetry and other uh, stories? Are you planning to do anything in the future? Yes, I'm already working on a second book. Uh, it's also Poems of Divine Power, number two. Wonderful. And, and it will be uh, hopefully out by the end of June, July. Excellent. Uh, this, this book... And then there's a couple more, couple more in the back of my shoulder here waiting <laughs> to get at. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've developed a yeah. passion for writing, which is wonderful, or reignited one. And uh, I have uh, visited with authors who have kept it on the back burner for years, as you did, and uh, all of a sudden it just hits them and they want to share. And it's wonderful that you have done so. The, the book title again is Poems of Divine Power. It's a 366-page 
accomplishment, which is uh, amazing and wonderfully done. Uh, the author, A-N-N-I-E-L-E-A-N, Annie Lean. And Annie, this is a, a, a wonderful a start to perhaps a, a successful career as an author, and we, in the future, hopefully, will get to visit again. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Okay, thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure for Ex Libris on Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker. Mm-hmm.